0: Welcome to the Gaming Casuals Podcast. We are your hosts, John and Brandon. What's up, everybody? And we're here to bring you incredible gaming news from a casual perspective. We've got a ton of great news today. Let's get started. Don't forget, if you like this content, please consider subscribing. We make videos all the time. You're not going to want to miss a single piece of content that we offer because we're really cool like that. All right, let's talk about game releases. We've got Kingdoms of Amalur. The re-reckoning happening. Brandon, I know you're not a big Kingdoms of Amalur guy. You know
1: I've heard about it, but I know absolutely nothing about this game, so I'm very excited to hear what this is.
0: So, Kingdoms of of Amalur is an RPG game, and it's designed by author R.A. Salvatore, who wrote a book series called The Demon War Saga, kind of like fantasy, but... He partnered with Todd McFarlane, creator of Spawn, and with Ken Rolston, the designer for Elder Scrolls Oblivion. And they created an epic RPG single-player style game back in 2012. And it was called Kingdoms of Amalur. It's very similar to a Warcraft style, but it has a really cool loot system and like skill branches. And it was a ton of fun, really happy and you know frolicky, whatever. <laughs> it wasn't super mature in any way; it was just a ton of fun. And they had a bunch of problems trying to get a subsequent release because of some major IP issues. And so I think two years ago, THQ bought the rights to the game, and they are making a complete re-release, remaster of Kingdoms of Amalur, calling it Re Reckoning. Nice. So, I'm just going to say, it's coming out August 11th.
1: August 11th, okay.
0: And so, if you guys are a huge fan of RPG-style games, it is a ton of fun. You're not going to want to miss Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning.
1: Sounds good. RPG, I'm in. Especially, you said, the guy who helped co-create uh, Oblivion? Yeah. That's awesome. I General love that State. game. It's good stuff. So Yeah, it's
0: a ton of fun. Really whimsical, a whole lot of fun. Definitely not like a Witcher-style game definitely a lot more upbeat and like <laughs> honestly like if you think of like ideal fantasy games it's pretty much what it is it's really an interesting genre so
1: i'm thinking when you when you say that are we talking about like i don't know lord of the rings type fantasy with i'm thinking of like the shire and like hobbits dancing around yeah it's around. really like, like it's
0: really lighthearted okay and it's very similar to a lord of the rings style game and i'm not like the lord of the rings games were a catch 22, some were good, some were bad. This is a very much an open world okay. in a way kind of style. And I don't know, like I'm trying to find a game that would make more sense, but think about like, have you played Nightcaster for Xbox? No. I don't think so. Okay, no. not a lot of people have. No, it's similar to like Nightcaster, but it's more of a you know third person perspective and a whole lot more fun. With so. it,
1: being an RPG, is it is it turn based like the old school? No, it's, like, it's, so it's completely open, all it's open, like open. An action RPG. Yeah, you, you you said loot, so I'm assuming you're equipping your your different weapons and armor and all yes. that stuff. Okay,
0: and was leveling really, up. Yes, leveling Love up. Love leveling up. What so. was really interesting about the game is the original game is that. Every area you went to in the game, it had a very specific, like, almost like an exotic piece of gear. Like, it was unique, okay? okay? okay. And there were different classes in the game that you could take, but the unique gear was dropped at random, mm. and you only maybe got a few pieces. You could never find the complete set, because once you reached a certain level, that unique loot table went away for you. And it was really interesting. And so, like, it was really tough to, like, holy crap, how am I going to find this unique (laughs) loop before I level up too far? Before you
1: age out. But it's a whole (laughs) lot
0: of fun. I highly recommend Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning coming out August 11th. Nice. And then uh, as far as other game news across the board, we had a lot of delays going on because of protests here in America. We've got our new Fortnite season has been delayed. Call of Duty Season 4 has been delayed indefinitely. Um, But we do have something cool happening. We have Pokemon Sword and Shield's first expansion. It's still happening. June 17th. Nice. Have you played Pokemon Sword and Shield yet, Brando? I
1: have not. I And I, I've heard some good things. This is the first 3D like, Pokemon game that's, that's a whole open-world thing, right? Like, yeah. It's, it's, it's the first one where they've done this on a console, right? Because it's right. all been handheld.
0: Yes, this is the first console-based Pokemon game ever made. Pokemon Sword and Shield, they were really, really fun. Like, if you like Pokemon, Nintendo did, did a good job of taking a, a game that you can get really deep in the weeds on. Right? You can like breed your Pokemon to like perfect, you know, IVs or like you get shiny Pokemon ad nauseum, but also balance that with it's a very simple game for kids to play and really enjoy a Pokemon game. It's like it's great for first timers and seasoned veterans of the Pokemon franchise. And they didn't have a ton of Pokemon at launch. People were very upset because they only had about. 150 Pokemon spanned out across only a couple of games, right? So you maybe only had three or four from Gen 1, which is the generation I grew up on, Mm -hmm. and maybe four or five from Gen 2, and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But with new expansions, they're increasing the Pokemon pool for you guys, and that coupled with Pokemon Home on Switch will enable you to get more and more Pokemon for your Pokedex. My brother's a hardcore Pokemon fan. He completed his Pokedex across every single game um, ever made. Oh, wow. And uh, (laughs) when he wasn't able to transfer all those into into Pokemon Sword and Shield at first, he was really upset, but now with the increase in the size of the Pokedex... You nice. can add more and more Pokemon from his game through Pokemon Home back into his game. Nice. So it'll be really, really fun. And it's going to have a whole new story. Um, Isle of Armor is the name of the adventure. Um, and you can buy the whole like DLC pass for about 30 bucks, And you'll get two DLC expansions, two nice. Pokemon with different stories, new evolutions. It's a whole lot of fun.
1: Wow. Awesome.
0: Uh, let's see. All right, and also, just on gaming news that got delayed, Cyberpunk is also delayed. Um, They're going to have an announcement, um, I think, next week, but they re- they pushed it back, obviously, for the protest reasons. But on a side note, it's been officially eight years since the original Seven, Cyberpunk trailer. Eight
1: years? Eight years. Oh, my 2012,
0: gosh. the original trailer released. If you guys haven't wow. seen the original trailer for Cyberpunk, it's really bizarre, and it's really <laughs> interesting. How it's changed? Right. Well, I mean, it's it's interesting that, like... Project Red Project Red announced this game 8 years ago and obviously they did the entire Witcher franchise in that time and now they're getting a background to it so it's a nice like retrospective look at wow yes. this is a game that was promised and now it's finally coming kind of like Final Fantasy 7 remake but we won't talk yes. about that right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> but let's talk about uh let's talk about some Nintendo Switch news so yes. Back in March, we had an announcement from Nintendo. They were going to be um, re-releasing Super Mario's entire 35-year back catalog for Nintendo Switch.
1: Which is awesome. Which is incredible. (laughs) And they have a
0: a lot of games for Super Mario. Um, There's no official date reported for when those remasters are going to get released. Um, What we can expect to see is we're going to see a few remasters, and the rest will be... Most likely a port. Okay. But the known remasters, according to USA Today, are Super Mario 64, yes. which we did have for a remas- or a remake in the, th- like a the 3DS. DS. Yeah, it the wasn't 3DS. Oh, it was okay, DS, DS, the original okay. DS.
1: Okay. DS. I never had the handhelds, the DS games. Yeah, or-
0: the DS, it was fun. You got to play Wario and Luigi. Um, oh. Super Mario Galaxy, which was originally for the, the Wii. Yep. And then Super Mario Sunshine, which was for yes. GameCube. So, yes. so, Brandon, of all those, those re- Super Mario games, what do you think will be the game that you want to see the most?
1: I, okay, so I still remember Super Mario 64 as one of the early games, uh, well, it was one of the first games I ever got for this nintendo 64 because of course that was like the game right. you it was bought. like wasn't
0: that one of the like it was on the
1: launch tiles yeah period, one of right? the launch I, I feel like Along it, with mario it, kart yeah yeah if, I, if if that's not the case it's, it was a long time ago but that uh that's one that will always stick in my head as as one of those classic uh mario games so i'm very excited about that and again i never played any of the ds games i never had a ds so uh the the remake or not remake but the uh, um the port they had uh or i guess it was a remake yeah uh, well technically it was a, remake. a remaster i guess right um the they had a while back I never got to play that so I'm very excited about that but I'm actually really excited about Super Mario Sh- Sunshine yes. I I know that one may not have had as as many glowing reviews as as 64 or is not as fondly remembered but I feel like enough time has passed since that game came out that I really don't remember much about it other than the flood yes, uh, the water jetpack thing yeah. yeah and and for some reason in my head I am really itching to play that game yes. I don't know why I don't Maybe just nostalgia, just remembering back to a simpler time, and and playing that game. Just I, I'm excited to try that. So, uh, if that is, uh, has that been, has it been confirmed, or is it still kind of a rumor out there? That this as far is as coming? the
0: article I read on USA Today, it has been confirmed. Okay, cool. Yeah,
1: so I'm excited about that because, uh, yeah, especially on the Switch, because again, the Switch is such a great console to be able to pick up and play uh wherever so i can play it on the tv but if i wanted to go like i said if i'm laying in bed i can play that handheld because again that's how i play the entirety of breath of the wild which i know is not the right way to play it but i play it all on <laughs> handheld mode um, so i am excited about that uh, galaxy is great um, I, I i played galaxy one and two it's fine i i yeah, i've never I,
0: played super mario galaxy
1: yeah it, it's fine i mean it's it's cool, it's a cool concept, but I think that you know super mario sixty four and sunshine just that nostalgia piece is what's really selling me on that um so I'm excited about those um as far as the the other uh, the other games and you said that some might be ports, some are remasters uh is that gonna include everything like As far as 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 what they said,
0: now we have, we we honestly do have a lot of Mario games already out. If you have Nintendo Switch Online, you have the NES and Super NES classics already there. But any game that was made for Game Boy Advance, you're thinking like, or maybe the 3DS, Super Mario 3D Land, for example, they're going to get put into the catalog as well for Switch. Nice.
1: Okay. Well, yeah, I'm excited about the, like I said, those, those potential remakes or, or remasters because that's that's the classic that i
0: remember yeah and that's and that's pretty welcome news i think for nintendo fans across the board we've seen a lot of nintendo's push to bring you know the games of yore back into a new and fresh take obviously the most iconic ones have been zelda yes. i mean we've had um remasters for gosh it was wind waker we've had yes. we're still waiting for a skyward sword we have majora's mask and ocarina for 3ds And I think it'll be really fun to bring another franchise into that Mm -hmm. fold. It'll bring new life and joy for those games, and also bring younger players who maybe not have had the experience of playing a game like that into the joy that is Super Mario 64.
1: You know, speaking of of Zelda, um, I know this is something that's not even out there, and so just talking about, I would love a remake style, uh, a Final Fantasy VII remake style of Ocarina of Time. Really? Oh my goodness! To see that game remade with now like in today's uh, you know, landscape, that just I, I would love to see that because um, you know you talked about some of those ports and those remasters and stuff uh, that came out from the Zelda franchise. I like that, but a lot of those again were weren't they in the DS uh, world or something? Yeah, like a that? lot like of them in Waker. the DS world. Wind I love Wind Waker. For,
0: was for Wii U. Oh, it
1: was for Wii, yeah, so Wii, Wii, was Wii U. HD, yep. I never had uh, the Wii U. I had. Uh, yeah, no one did. Yeah, no exactly. one had the Wii <laughs> <Yeah>. U. <laughs> so, like, I would love to jump back into those games. Majora's Mask is one of my favorite Zelda games. Um, I don't know why. it's It's one of those. Darker, like it is weird. I, I love the darker,
0: mature Zeldas. Yeah. Like Twilight Princess was like that for me yep. too. Twilight Princess, you know,
1: I would and love even to Skyward see those.
0: Sword got pretty dark mm-hmm. in some of the some of the yeah. gameplay.
1: So I would love to see some of those kind of. Uh, I, I want I want the Switch to be that all like here's all the games from the past and i know that um like you said with the uh, the nes and the snes um uh those it's not the virtual console it's what do they call it now the online online yeah the classics i know they they have that there i would love to see some more of those uh, classics just to have one place for all the zelda games all the mario games and it sounds like if they're doing this with mario it could give you hope i don't know to me it sounds like they're testing the water yeah I, f- yeah I feel
0: like nintendo's had their cards pretty close to the vest on this <laughs> one because obviously xbox is coming out saying all of our games are going to be out for game pass or like the backwards compatibility is so broad but with yeah. nintendo yeah. they have really like they love the modular like we're going to have a console mm-hmm. they'll we'll have games for it yeah. and then another console we'll have games for do it. not a lot of blurring of the lines because i think yeah. nintendo is kind of working on that i want to say it's it's more like it's an older version of eek yeah. of, of commerce for that, that mm-hmm. style, you know, um, and depending on what the audience wants, obviously. But what I love to see Switch have every title? Yes. But I also know that I really want a Nintendo title. Like, I wanna really want Nintendo hardware that's going to be super, like, hardcore, like an Xbox would. Mm-hmm. And to have to redo all those games would be a struggle. But I think Nintendo Switch has a lot of, like, ability to be an all-in-one for Nintendo. It just depends yeah. on what they want, where they see the market value at. That's actually a
1: good uh, a point, you know, Nintendo taking that stance Um Kind of where each console has its games, whereas Xbox and Microsoft are doing more of that. The Series X is going to have be backwards compatible with all Xbox One games, and and backwards compatibility is a big deal. Sony, uh, I know that we have had some delays here with their their announcement that it was uh, it's supposed to happen uh, this week, but that's been pushed back right. uh, until a question mark. Yeah, um, we're not sure when. Yeah, but Sony has actually come out and and they have made a very Hard line in the sand saying that the PS5 is going to be, PS5 games are going to be on the PS5. They're not going to have that backwards compatibility with the PS4, meaning that any kind of game that is for the PS5, that's it. Because they want, and their stance is, we want to have a game that takes advantage fully of the new hardware, right? Which I get, I understand. Like, you want to have a game, you want to. Max it out. You don't want to have it where it is. Uh, you don't want to downgrade it in any way to to match the previous consoles, and you want it to stand out on its own. I totally get that. But it is interesting to see the differences between Microsoft's strategy and Sony's strategy. Where Microsoft seems to be like, we want you to play your games wherever you are on whatever console you want. What do you think about kind of that stance that Sony's taking with this uh, you know hard line of? PS5 games or PS5 games and uh, versus the the player games anywhere.
0: No, I think it's going to be a do or die for them. And I'll say that there is a risk when you take games and kind of merge them in the consoles, you do dilute sorry, you do dilute the brand in a way. Mm-hmm. You do say, you know, there's no need for you to buy a PS5 right now. Our cutting edge console is not a requirement. And when you say those things, the audience doesn't always feel like they have to go and buy one, which it's a really bold strategy mm-hmm. for Xbox to merge all those games. We'll really have to see how it plays out in the economics of whether that keeps consumers from buying the new consoles or whether that's an encouragement to keep buying new consoles. I that's and, I, true. and I think like I think PS5, like like you said, I don't blame them, Sony, for having exclusive to PS5 consoles. But I also know that, historically, Sony has had far superior first-party titles than Xbox has, where Xbox, they have have some coming out right now, but depending upon, you know, what kind of content Xbox pushes, it might not be worth me buying an Xbox Series X to play those, you know, first-party titles, whereas a PS5, I know... Bloodborne would be great remastered, where I know like the new Last of Us will be amazing, or I know that these other titles coming out are gonna be incredible, so I'm gonna buy a PS5 for that. That being said, like we don't have any news on any like first party <laughs> yeah. titles from, P- from sure. Sony, and so there's no like right now, like if I were to buy a Series X, I would totally get one, right? Because yeah. well, I know Halo hey, well, it, it's gonna be great.
1: Well, you know that, but then on top of that, you know, and this is what Microsoft is doing, is that you buy a Series X. And you're going to have hundreds and hundreds of games already ready for that. And no matter what game you play, whether it's an Xbox One game, it's going to look better, play better on the Series X uh, regardless. And if, they, if it's a smart delivery game where you get the Series X version of that game, it's going to be even better for that. Um, but that's one thing Microsoft is saying is that they want you to know, hey, we care about the games. And that's kind of nice messaging from them, because in the past, it hasn't really been that clear. Right. Uh, it's about the games. It's, you know, that, that famous TV, TV, TV uh, um, video out there uh, from Microsoft's announcement of Xbox One. Um, it is, they are really going for, we don't really care where you play. And honestly, I think they've even said, too, we don't, I mean, yes, they care if you, if you, they want you to buy the new console. But... They they really don't care if it's on the Xbox platform or, P, or the PC platform because they just want you to, to be in the ecosystem to play the the, right. the, the best Xbox. They're games putting their eggs in
0: the game basket. The services, the basket. yeah, Game Pass,
1: yeah. Xbox Live, uh, X Cloud when that comes out, that's where they're really focusing. And I think
0: that'll be the better the better long term solution yeah, for the exactly. future of the consumer and how where gaming's going. Like it's going to be really good for exactly. our audience type, the it, Netflix audience.
1: It feels like future proofing that that whole world whereas sony again i i get what they're saying we want to make sure that our newest ps5 games are going to be amazing and we don't want to have any kind of oh well, we have to make this compatible for ps4 players so they can play this we want to make sure that anything that the ps5 comes out with is amazing however it's also a little, in my opinion, it does, and I could be wrong because Sony could come out and and just blow the, in the out the water with with this because they have the high ground right now and they are that uh, that number one uh, console right now. Um, but unless they do something amazing with that, it, it does seem like it's a very old way of doing things where it's that whole next generation console all your stuff is left behind and they're cutting off a lot of the, the older uh, crowd to have the PS5 games. If they don't have the games there, what are you going to do? I mean, that's, it's, it's going to be a very interesting thing to see how it plays out. Um, I'm really anxious to see what Sony announces at their <laughs> announcement, which... It better be what
0: really good. And, yeah. And what, so I have a question, Brandon. I, <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do a little hard read here. Okay. But I want to ask you, like, what game... What surprise game announcement for PS5 would have to be announced for you to say, I'm buying a PS5? And before you say that, while you think about it, yes. I'm, I'm going I'm to make a hard read here. That if they come out and say on their announcement that's coming up, the Final Fantasy VII Remake number two <laughs> is coming out launch, launch day.
1: Like chapter, or, uh, chapter two is coming out where, launch act, day. Yeah.
0: Or it's coming out in the spring. I'm going to shell out big money for that PS five. That's a good question. And that's like a really tough a tough sell. Or if they say Bloodborne Two is happening launch day. I'm a huge <laughs> Bloodborne guy. Now that's not a big sell for everybody. But for a hardcore Bloodborne fan like me, yeah. not a casual Bloodborne fan, mind you, hardcore. <laughs> I wanna shout out Doe for a PS five. You know? Yeah, so what game would what first party what title game? would PS five have to announce? It has to be an established title. Yes. So you can't yes. just say like it can't be one of their obscure like Ratchet yeah. and Clank is coming back yeah. like no oh, it's yeah. not gonna no, be I get what you're saying like what would you think okay. would have to happen for so you to
1: buy one? I think for me and and this is honestly what sold on the PS4 and I, I bought the or I, I got it as a gift from my wife um <laughs> the PS yeah <laughs> the PS4 um when I got the PS4 it was actually about a uh a year and a half ago and I got it one, I, I wanted to do the the VR thing. I wanted to do the, the uh, to experience VR. I, I had an Oculus Go, which is like the baby version of VR, and I wanted to experience more of that. So I wanted to jump in there, and PlayStation had that. But the one game that really I wanted to get for that was Spider Man. Hmm. Spider Man just uh, twenty
0: bucks on the Sony Days of Play sale. By yes the way, yes, it is. Anyway,
1: um, I wanted that game. Uh, Insomniac Games uh, did a fantastic job with Spider Man, and I knew that. Before going in, just seeing all the the, the videos uh, out uh, online and just hearing people talk about it, I knew it was going to be a great game. They had some great games in the past, of course, most recently for Xbox uh, uh, owners, uh, Sunset Overdrive. Yeah. Great game. Very fluid motion. And so that was one thing. Plus, I love Spider-Man. Uh, just that whole world. I wanted that. I was very... As an Xbox guy, I really uh, was sad that it was a, a PS4 exclusive. Um, that was... One of the main reasons why I got a PS4. Um, of course, all the other uh, first-party games uh, I have jumped into as well. God of War, which is awesome. Um, I think for me to jump in, it would be Spider-Man 2. Really? I think so. Did you um, like?
0: So you like Spider-Man 1 enough? Like I didn't think it was good I enough liked to, it. to merit.
1: I liked it a lot. I will say I am glad that I didn't buy a PS4 at the asking price when it first right. came out. Yeah, I'm glad that I got it on a severe. Black Friday discount. Yeah, I'm pretty
0: sure we got a <laughs> um, PS4 Slim for like 200 bucks. Oh,
1: yeah. Well, uh, not to like brag, uh, <laughs> but uh, there was a a Cyber Monday deal. I got this thing uh, from Walmart. Uh, essentially, it was $100 for the console. $100. And it was like 40 bucks for the uh, Spider-Man. Cause it was bundled with that. Dude, I know. Anyway, so uh, with that said, uh, I, I think for me, I am going to be getting a Series X day one. I know right. that. Um, I am... I, For me, Xbox is where I want to play all of my third-party games. Mm -hmm. Um, Sony, I I want to jump in for those first-party games. Like you said, the the exclusives I can't get anywhere else. I'm going to – well, I say I'm going to. I am probably going to be getting one later on. Yeah. Yeah probably after a couple of years maybe after that first iteration like if they do some kind of slim or whatever we don't even know what the console looks like yet but whatever iteration of that when the price drops maybe i'll jump in because by then i'm hoping you'll have a spider man 2 a god of war 2 or 5 yes. or whatever it is <laughs> uh, all war these 2, other ones yeah. uh yeah who knows what it looks like there where it's more established and these deals come out, uh, again, being a casual gamer, um, don't have all that money to drop on all these, these great things. Uh, and plus <laughs> all the time too, that's one thing I don't have. We have to run a line of
0: <laughs> merch to buy our consoles, guys, help us out here.
1: Um, that's one thing I don't have the ability to just jump in and, and, play all these games at once i mean i have a backlog of so many games i want to play that if i were to jump in and spend a bunch of money on a new console where i'm already going to get the series x i'm going to be having a console that's sitting there doing nothing so i'm better to wait until deals come out um so to answer your question it's probably spider-man 2 but it's also probably when the, the the price drops for me, that's so. fair.
0: That's really fair. Because they're
1: all single player games anyway. That I'd be playing. Yeah, yeah all the totally. Xbox, or all the multiplayer games that you have to play in the moment, like the Call of Duties and all this. That's uh, that's all gonna be on the
0: Xbox for me. Yeah. So. So speaking of great games on a budget, I'm sorry that I couldn't get a PS4 like you did for a hundred bucks. <laughs> I'm not gonna be jealous about Actually, that. Actually, you were the one that told me
1: about it. By the way, I told you about the you deal. You told
0: me about the deal. Yes, it was. I'm not
1: kidding. You mentioned it in the group chat. I'm so amazing. I'm so you amazing. Did. You You mentioned it and said, hey, Cyber Monday, 1159, and I did
0: that. Through well, that's Walmart. what I get. Well, I will say, <laughs> to my wife's chagrin, I did say that, like I asked my wife when we got married, back when I got a PS4, Bed, Bath & Beyond was what we filed our registry under. Yep. And we regret that. It should have been Amazon. <laughs> Spoiler. Should have been Amazon. Hashtag should have been Amazon. But I will say that, for a long time, Bed Bath and Beyond, you offered video game video game stuff. Really? Yes. And they they don't do it anymore, but they okay. did a couple of years ago. Exclusively, like it's like weird stuff. Like here's the Sega Dreamcast throwback, on like oh, yeah. some third okay. party Chinese yeah. made like amalgamation. But yeah. they had Sony stuff. And so we took some of our Bed Bath and Beyond marriage money, and instead of buying dishes and cool stuff like that, the important stuff, we bought a PS4 that was on sale, and an extra controller and a cool little charger. Anyway, that's an aside. You guys need to know. But speaking of getting great games on the cheap, we do have the Sony Days of Play sale going on right now. A lot of cool games you guys can check out if you have a PS4, Nintendo Switch. Likewise, has a A game sale going on right now as well. Um, Current things that you may like, if you like Resident Evil, Nintendo Switch is doing a lot of cool stuff on their eShop like that. And then um, the big sale, I think, for Sony Days of Play is going to be your Persona 5 Royal Edition. If you like Joker, it was a PS3 game originally. It's a, a JRPG for sure, through and through. But if you do like JRPGs and you play Joker and Smash Brothers, his game, Persona 5, Get the Royal Edition, do not get the standard edition. It's forty-five bucks, okay? On digital. You can't it's a great deal. You should grab it. My brother loves that game. He's gotten over 120 hours oh, wow. plus in the game. And it's just a really weird JRPG game.
1: I think and some of the other ones too that are really nice or they're of course they're we've been talking about their first party exclusives. Right. I mean, all of their like their greatest is it they call it the greatest hits. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot of those are uh nine ninety nine. So I mean, you're gonna have things like I think God of War yeah, I saw God of there. War, yeah. Horizon, Zero yep. Dawn. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Yeah, Zero Dawn. Yeah, um, the Uncharted series, Last of Us. I think they're all those are 9.99, I believe, uh, which is a really great deal for amazing games. Um, so yeah, it's, it's I love these kinds of deals again. When it comes to casual gamer, right? Which is me, gaming on a budget is so nice. Yes. They have these things throughout the year, too, so it's not like it's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. You can jump on these. What I actually like to do is write down all the games that I want to get in a right. list. Yeah. Write down the prices too, because these sales happen p- periodically, and sometimes I'm like, "Oh, this deal is so good." I'm afraid that I'm going to miss out. And then, you know, Black Friday comes out; it's the same price yes. again. And uh, it, it literally, it happens every time. So uh, if you if you miss out on these, there's going to be another
0: sale in a few months anyway. Yeah, I'm sure. Yes, don't but, feel bad. <laughs>
1: but it is a good time to buy uh, if you uh, if you are looking for. One of those new games.
0: And along those lines, if you're a PS Plus subscriber when want to re up that, you can get a year of PS Plus for 45 bucks. That too, is pretty awesome. There's a really yeah. great deal for that yep. if you like it. You get all of PS4's like, monthly game free games. Yeah. And that's almost worth it. In the in They've had some really good games too recently. Yeah. I think
1: uh, this year or this month is going to be, I think, a Call of Duty game or something, but they had uh, Uncharted 4 recently. They had. Um, they had some some of the big heavy hitters, so I'm kind of holding out. Uh, I haven't purchased Horizon. Zero Dawn yet, and I know it's a good game. Uh, it's a good as, game. If, it's if, long, but it's as, good. Uh, yeah, and, and I'm kind of on that thing where, yeah, I could get it for 10 bucks or if I wanted to, but I don't have the time to play it, right. so I'm hoping that if I just keep holding out, maybe that's one of those games that comes out for the free uh, free play uh, uh, monthly games they come out with. Right. So. And those we'll games see. and those
0: games do go away if your subscription expires. Yes. You will lose access to those games, but you know. once you read you'll get them back. Alright, so talking about new games that have come out, we're going to give you guys a quick review on one of our recent favorite games. Games. Minecraft Dungeons, it was released last week for all consoles. It was PS4, Switch, Xbox. It's a really fun game. Um, it is definitely a great game if you enjoy Diablo style dungeon crawlers. <laughs> if you guys are big fans of Minecraft, Minecraft Dungeons is a lot of fun. Now it is gonna cost you about 20 bucks. If you don't have Game Pass. But if you're a Game Pass holder like Brando and I. Yes. Minecraft Dungeons is free. And they free. do have DLC coming out. Not quite sure if that's going to be paid or not. Hopefully for Game Pass subscribers we'll get the DLC. But they are going to have expansions of the game. But the game is a lot of fun. It has increasing challenges for, for seasoned players. As well as fr- family friendly mechanics. For those of us who have kids <laughs> in the family. You know it's just a, an all around a lot of fun game. It's meant to be a life take on Diablo. So if you don't know what Diablo is, it's a a top-down style dungeon looter game, but Diablo's a very, very mature franchise. If you're a big Diablo fan, I can't say that you're going to always get a ton of love out of Minecraft dungeon that has the mechanics of a top down dungeon crawler but baby's first dungeon crawler right <laughs> it is definitely like a baby's first kind of a game and so if you're a hardcore player and you're sold on really mature dungeon crawling mechanics and epic raids with your friends this game may not be for you but i will say from just a critic standpoint like each gameplay will take you about mm, 10 or 15 hours to get through the campaign is it's very very simple so you play through Six or seven, you know, pre-made levels that are made for you. And you can change the difficulty and upgrade um, your loot and your modifier for the difficulty. can also get you better loot drops. So it's a whole lot more fun with four people. My wife did like Minecraft Dungeons. But my wife is pretty vanilla when it comes to gaming. (laughs) And so when I died on the field and she couldn't find me to res me, I got pretty frustrated. And that's how long we play Dungeons (laughs) together. So that's how that went. Um, But if you have kids or family and are willing to, uh, you know, (laughs) I have one of my friends, his name is uh, Dan, all caps Dan. He's on Instagram all the time. (laughs) All caps Dan was telling me about um, his son and how His son always likes to run into a bunch of mobs and expect dad to buff him and res him. And so if you like being the buffer, if you like being the cleric in your group, go play with your kids. It's a ton of fun. But then when you're with the boys hanging out, play some some Minecraft Dungeons. It's a whole lot more fun with guys that know what they're doing, but... (laughs) So is every game. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, exactly. Or maybe not. Maybe you really
0: like getting wailed on and <laughs> your kids yelling that you didn't res them in time. I don't know. So I uh, sadly have not had
1: time to play this. I've been playing some other games this past uh, a couple weeks. And uh, and so I haven't jumped in yet. Uh, tell me, are, are there different classes or how does that work? I mean, is it literally just uh, yeah. go in and, and kill mobs and get loot and <laughs> that's it?
0: <laughs> you know what? To be, to be blunt, it pretty much is. You know, there is no set class. Once again, it's a very simple style game um, meant to be really family-friendly as far as mechanics go. You literally, like, start off the game, you get a cool sword, and then you go around and beat up mobs, and then you get up new loot, and you're re every Now, every piece of loot do, does come with a certain, like, set of perks. They're called enchantments, and every level you get you receive an enchantment point, and I think right now the max level is 55. So there's a max amount of 55 enchantment points, and your health doesn't really, your health pretty much stays static. It's the armor you equip that affects your health multiplier, and so there's no need to like build characters in great detail. You just find you know armor and weapons that suit your playstyle, and you go for it. So they have things like you know, they have like a soul build where you can release shock waves on your enemies. You can have you know a twin battle axe or you can just use your crossbow all day and shoot enemies with your arrows. And so um, that's pretty much pretty much all you need to know about Minecraft Dunning. Okay. Just walk around, you get cool stuff, you equip it, you keep going for more.
1: Do you level up at all or is it strictly just loot?
0: Yeah, you just level up through the enchantment point system. Cool. And okay. that's all that changes. You get one more enchantment nice. point.
1: Nice. Well, I'm excited to jump in and play. I'm hoping I can do that soon because um, I've been hearing people talk about it and it's fun. Like I said, it's, or like you said, it's not super deep, but it's it's a fun game to jump in with some friends. What I yeah, usually.
0: definitely fun for like you know those 15, 20 minute, maybe a half hour sessions of gaming when you're tired of yelling at all the squeakers on Call of Duty Modern Warfare. <laughs> I um, love
1: that it's free with Game Pass. Yes, that is definitely
0: a plus. A great
1: uh, barrier. I to can't
0: say it. I would have bought it for 20 bucks, but now it's on Game Pass. I'll totally play it. Exactly. Now, before we end up our segment, Brandon, why don't you tell me about what kind of games you're playing right now?
1: Yes. So I have been playing some games this past uh, couple weeks. Uh, One, I... I did finally jump into Final Fantasy VII Remake. I'm so proud of you. I know. I'm so. Do you like it? I really do. Hmm. I really (laughs) like it. Um, I'm only on like chapter four. I did. I did look online to see how many chapters there are, just to know kind of where I'm at. I think there's like 18 chapters or so. There's a few. Something like that. Um, So I'm I'm still pretty early on, um, but I am really enjoying it. Uh, It is cool to see a lot of the places that I I I saw in the original game. Like, oh wait, oh. I think this is this building here, and, and of course, it's so much better in, three, in 3D and, and as detailed as it is. But um, The original
0: yeah. was in 3D. That's
1: true. Just I so you I know. know. I know. I, I said that. I was like, eh, but it's this. You don't you know have I mean. the painted-like oh,
0: backdrop, and you're not walking <laughs> exactly. your 10-polygon cloud. Controlling
1: the camera around you. Um, but I will say um, I wanted to – I really wanted to jump through because with limited time to play, I wanted to really power through the story so mode. So are you doing
0: easy mode? Uh, no, i'm doing
1: I'm doing normal normal I'm doing normal Proud of um, you. yeah i'm 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 doing normal, um, but i I wanted to just go through because I'm really bad at games that are open world that I, I say, okay, I'm gonna just go through the main story and end up getting sidetracked on side quests and end up spending way longer than I need to, and then I don't end up finishing the game because something else happens in life or whatever, another game comes out and everybody's playing and jump on that. So I was like, I want to just power through the story, get through this as fast as possible while still enjoying it. And as soon as I got to Sector 7, which is like in Chapter 3, you start to unlock these side quests. And I'm like, well, crap. (laughs) (laughs) Jump into some of these side quests. You really want to get the
0: most out of the game.
1: I do, I really want to. And, And I ended up doing all of the side quests in that whole thing before jumping into the main story. Um, so I did the exact opposite of what I was said I was going to do. So, But it's a lot of fun. I'm excited. I'm I'm really wanting to jump back in uh, to it uh, and keep going. Uh, I, I'm sure I'm going to love it uh, because if it's anything uh, like I've played so far in the first little chunk, just seeing even more about the characters that I. I, I I'm trying to remember. Some of the missions I've been on right now, I don't remember in the original game and they fleshed out a lot more of these characters. And so I'm like, this is really neat because it's like, I'm playing it for the first time, even though I've already played through this section in the original. So, uh, so that's the first game I'm playing. The second one I've jumped back into is the division two.
0: I feel like you are like in and out of division two all the time.
1: I have been, uh, play with some buddies, uh, and that's kind of one of, uh, one of our, our, our games that we've been really enjoying recently. Um, we finally were able to jump into the raid for the first time. It's been like a year and a half since the game came out, or I don't know, time is completely uh unknown to me these days so i don't know how long the game's been out now but the raid has been out for quite a while and it's an eight-man raid and trying to get eight people ray level i
0: cannot imagine is
1: tough thankfully it's matchmaking too if you need to but we were able to jump in for the first time this past week and it was a blast you loved it i was really it liked it yeah i was so i like the division a lot it's a lot of fun I will say on some of the missions, it can be a little repetitive where it's like, okay, especially when you've maxed out your level. And, you know, I, I'm not super uh, like gung ho when it comes to max, min maxing on character and all that stuff. I just want to play and have fun. So it is go to this area, you know, uh, beat these guys, go to the next area, and you know, rinse and repeat essentially. But the raid mechanics of this raid, uh, the boss mechanics of it, it was what I was missing. I mean, it reminded me of Raids and Destiny in a good way where it's like, okay, it's not just go in this room and shoot these guys. It's literally, okay, we have to figure out how to take down these these uh, robot dogs or how to take out these you know, this, this guy who's just a huge tank and there's special mechanics for that. It was a lot of fun to coordinate with your friends. Um, it is set up where it's two groups of 4 so there are 8 of you but it's you know subgroup a or however they call it and b and it was cool because we were uh, there was four of us uh real friends and and then four uh, randos and halfway through we were like let's just all party up together so we all jumped in the same party so we could actually communicate with everybody and that was so much fun because then we were all actually able to 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 um help each other out and uh, and work together. So I've really enjoyed that. We got through the entire raid into the last nice boss. Nice work. Like in the first attempt, which was really fun. So That's yeah, great. Good stuff. What about you?
0: Yeah, so for me, I have like games I play on and off. And I really enjoy playing Snake and Smash Bros. So I've been <laughs> going through the Metal Gear Solid series. Nice. And uh, I played Metal Gear Solid, the original. Yes. And I played it like, I think they had a kind of like a remake for the gamecube for the gamecube but i didn't i didn't play that one i played the original a long time ago we were going to a wedding in michigan and i literally like sat in the car and played the original metal gear solid on your computer don't tell anybody (laughs) on my computer and i'm like it was it was a brick it was a brick but what's cool thing about konami recently allowed all their games for mgs on the game pass and so you can actually oh, play right. Metal Gear um 2 and 3, MGS 2 yes. and 3,
1: Sons of Liberty and Snake Eater. <laughs> I love this series yeah. by the way. Yeah, so
0: I've been I've been going through MGS 2 and 3. Um I'm right now I'm on 2. I, I, it's a hard it's hard for me to reconcile the gameplay mechanics with the story because the story is so great where the gameplay I'm like I can't believe I have to sneak around this map again. But I've been really enjoying it. It's been a lot of fun. And then outside of MGS2, um, I've really been enjoying um, playing some other Game Pass games. I played Golf with Friends the (laughs) other day. And I will say of all the games on Game Pass that I've enjoyed, I have not enjoyed Golf with Friends. (laughs) It's the worst. It is the worst (laughs) game ever. So if you ever play Golf with Friends, you'll hate it. Don't play it.
1: Is it like an indie title or is it like an actual... I
0: think it's an. it must be an indie title because of how unpolished it is. <laughs> and we were playing in a party mode yesterday and like they have like... I pay homage to some of the other Xbox titles. We are playing in a game where they had the Sea of Thieves cracking on it. Nice. And uh, when your other friends... In party mode, you can play it like croquet where if... Everyone gets a like no one plays golf in rounds in this game type. Everyone kinda like does their own thing and balls are flying around trying to hit the hit the green or whatever. And uh but that means that you can take your golf ball and smack it into other people's golf balls. <laughs> nice. And so I was just so tired of like double bogeying and, you know, like Erring air, out and getting 14s on my scorecard, but I just started like hitting other people into the water. That was way more fun than playing. So, just golf.
1: completely just trying to take out as many people. Being as the possible.
0: complete troll that I am, nice. that was the best part about ruining everyone else's experience in uh, Golf with Friends.
1: Well, sometimes when, when you have games like that, it's fun to kind of tweak the rules and just kind of make it your own thing. And it's, it's sometimes games played however you want turn out way more fun than the developers actually intended for it. So, it's cool that you do that. Now, my, my question is. Why that game? Did you try the little randomize button in the Game Pass library where you just like pick a game for me at
0: random? I was just minding my own business playing Call of Duty on the 24-7 shipment game type (laughs) and my friends were like, you should play golf with friends. It'll be fun. I'm like, why am I playing this game? It was only a two gigabyte download. I was going to say, how big was that game? Right, Right. only like like two (laughs) gigabytes. So I downloaded it quick and started playing. I'm like, why don't I waste my bandwidth on this? Well, you the know, good
1: thing is it was free and you <laughs> didn't have Game Pass. You wouldn't have been able to try that out
0: right. and realized you didn't like Thanks, it. Thanks, Game Pass. <laughs> guys thanks so much for joining us on this latest episode of the gaming casuals podcast if you liked it please consider subscribing hit the notification bell to be notified when all of our videos come your way you're not going to miss a single episode and be sure to hit us up on instagram at the gaming casuals we post there all the time if you want to learn more about us hit us up at the gaming casuals on instagram brando it's been fun. It has been. Hopefully, this next week in the American history books isn't going to be as trash and we'll get some great gaming news. Yes. But until then, everyone, stay safe, enjoy your life, and go play a great game. We'll see you guys very soon. See ya.